Hello, and welcome to the Source One podcast. Consider us your source for the latest procurement, supply management, and strategic sourcing insights, anytime, anywhere. We're here with Andy Jones once again to talk about the issue of talent in procurement. In particular, today we're going to be focused on millennials in procurement, the uh, the buzzword we're all familiar with. How's it going, Andy? Hey, it is going well. So to get started, Andy, what is your understanding of the negative stereotypes surrounding millennials in uh, business in general, and procurement in particular? When you hear the word, what comes to mind? Well, I just kind of wanted to start and set the stage. Um, there was a Washington Post article that was written, and it was titled The Boring 20s. Grow up, crybabies. You're America's luckiest generation. Now, when do you think that headline would have come out? Two years ago. No, 1993. It was actually about. It was actually about my generation. Uh-huh. So the point being that every younger generation that enters the workforce or just enters society in general, there's always a negative connotation. The whole "get off of my yard" mentality. I just wanted to set the stage by saying that there's stereotypes that I don't necessarily think are negative. One of them that you often hear associated with millennials are instant gratification and recognition. Throughout my recruiting career, I can honestly say I haven't run into anybody that's like in their 20s that wants to be promoted right away. Like, I, I don't see that as a generational thing. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a personal thing. Some people feel entitled, some people don't, whether you're 45 or 25. It, it doesn't make a difference. Some negative stereotypes that exist are the, uh, going back to the instant gratification. They want an answer quickly. Well, we should be able to give answers quickly, especially in the recruiting process. And you're going to lose a good candidate if you take time. And I think that's true of the workforce too. You know, me speaking as a 40-year-old, I should be able to give somebody an answer quickly to give a younger person instant gratification because I've had more work experience than they had. So it's incumbent upon me be able to deliver a quick turnaround time. That's society in general, though. Uh, Another one is transparency. People always say that millennials want to know everything up front. I don't see anything wrong with being honest. What's what's wrong with being honest? How dare you be honest? So I make sure when I'm recruiting, I'm up front about everything when it comes to the job description. Uh, when it comes to who they're going to be working with, who they're going to be reporting to, I don't see anything wrong with being upfront and honest with anybody. And that's just not somebody in their 20s. That's somebody in their 40s, too. Uh, yeah, I think that's one of those things where the um, the perception has taken on kind of a negative tilt because it's because having this sort of, I don't know, this generation of people that insists on transparency, that insists on the sort of a faster pace of doing things, it, it kind of throws into relief the way things have been done for years and kind of exposes the lingering problems there that people aren't too comfortable coming to terms with, maybe. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think that uh, older people like myself, people that are kind of like high ranking, we tend to make things more complicated than what they should be. Mm-hmm. Just simplify everything. In your capacity as a recruiter, do you ever come across clients who who seem to possess some of these kind of stereotypes as younger talent? Are you ever sort of sent out into the field like... Yeah, they don't say millennial, but they mean millennial. I have, and I don't see a difference in age discrimination, whether you're discriminating against somebody in their 20s, early 30s, a quote millennial, Mm -hmm. or you're discriminating against somebody in their 40s and 50s. Mm Me, age discrimination is age discrimination, and I, there's really no place for it. So I, I wouldn't work with a client. 
like that. Uh-huh. You're right. Do you ever consider it your responsibility to prove a client wrong in that sense? No, and I'll tell you why. Because I think if, if somebody has a mentality like that, I wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable presenting a candidate to them. Right. I don't want to ever put a candidate in a situation where they're going to fail. Uh-huh. Or not that they're going to fail, but they're going to be set up to fail. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want them kind of walking into a wolf's den of negative stereotypes because that's going to stymie growth and just lead to a bad situation all around. Mm-hmm. So looking at a report from 2016 from Society for Human Resources Management. They talk about the ways that millennials are changing the recruiting process. And one of the first things they bring up is that recruiting is no longer a transactional process. First, would you agree? And second, how else has a new generation of professionals forced you to amend your process as a recruiter? Well, I always have to be kind of on, which Mm -hmm. I don't mind. I. Quality candidates, I always make sure they have my cell phone number. If they want to text me at 10 o'clock at night, I can return a text. It literally takes 10 seconds. They can email me. I'll respond as quick as possible. Like, again, it literally takes 10 seconds. It's no longer a 9-to-5 job where you turn off your computer, you hang up your phone, you go home, and you forget about the world until the next day at 9. That's not the case anymore. And also, constantly trying to work with a younger candidate and... Going back to being transparent and constantly giving them feedback mm-hmm. and making sure they're still all in as far as an interview process is concerned. Uh-huh. That to me is a good thing. Right. So I take that whether when I'm working with a millennial and I apply that same to somebody who's older mm-hmm. and, and part of an older generation. And the feedback I get from my candidates is they're, they're very thankful. Mm-hmm. So in a sense that... Um the sort of expectations of millennials that some people like to frame as entitlement you think has helped you improve as a recruiter? Absolutely. And I, what would a, we all call it entitlement. I basically think of it as young and hungry. Mm-hmm. Every generation that's younger should be young and hungry. What other unique skills do you think this generation of workers presents and how do you think these will apply in particular to supply chain positions? I think that this younger generation is really good at, I guess we could say data. Data is just another word for information. But this younger generation is a lot more analytical than my generation was. And that's a good thing, right? I think that's a good thing. There's younger people out there that can go in and data mine, make sense of numbers. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at companies all over the place. They're trying to make sense of all of the information and data that they have. When you have a younger generation that can help you do that, that's a win-win for everybody. And how do you think organizations can leverage what they sometimes consider weaknesses of millennials and turn those into strengths? I mean, we've talked about how that sort of the level of entitlement, that sort of fast pace can easily be framed as a strength. Is there anything else that you think is often labeled a weakness that can actually be kind of flipped in that way? I think that people look at millennials as, you know, they're job hoppers and they don't really have any loyalty towards a particular organization or company. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think organizations have kind of done that to themselves, especially publicly traded companies. You think about it, their first and foremost priority is their shareholders. So in order to take that and turn that into a positive, talk to them about advancement. Hey, you don't have to go anywhere in a year because you can move up. If you hit this goal, you can move up to this position and then you can move up to the following position if you hit this goal. So I think that's one way in particular that companies can kind of leverage that quote unquote weakness. Mm -hmm and make it a strength. Always have them striving for something. 
transparency, going back to transparency, make those goals transparent and tangible so they can hit them mm-hmm. and then move on to the next step. Do you think organizations are doing enough to undo that kind of history of millennials jumping from position to position? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I look at the office that I come into every day. It's a lot of younger people and quote unquote millennials that have been here for five years, six years that have moved up. So I know we at Source One do a good job of that. Other companies need to stop with the negative stereotypes when it comes to the younger generation, open up their mind and they'll see a lot more retention. Mm-hmm. You know, they always need to look inward to see what they can do better. Well, Andy, thank you for your time. Yeah, I appreciate it. You've been listening to the Source One podcast. For more strategic sourcing and procurement insights every day, visit our blog, The Strategic Sorcerer. Want to provide feedback or suggest a topic for a future episode? Let us know at prrequest at sourceoneinc.com. Thanks for listening.